NFT, you can use them to claim ownership of something. But what does it mean to claim or to say or that people would acknowledge that you are the ownership, for example, of the first tweet made by Twitter creator? The ownership of the first tweet made by Twitter creator was purchased as an NFT for a few millions of dollars. But I can tell you what was the first tweet of Twitter creator. I can tell you this was his tweet. So what does it mean to own this? So let's start with this. The concept of ownership does not really exist. We as human beings invented it. It was not something that is embedded in the, in the universe. It's not embedded in the universe. We invented it. So as we are the inventors of ownership, we can define and we can agree what is the ownership wins. And if uh, 99% of the people would not agree with us about what ownership means, then it would be practically nothing. So we start by saying that ownership is something that human beings agree upon. Okay, so once we come from here, if everybody agree or a vast majority or a lot of people agree that NFT, what's written there on the blockchain, is the ownership, then we agree on it. And that person that bought the tweet for a few millions of dollars is actually the owner because we agree the NFT that is on the blockchain, is the actual ownership. Okay, so now that we agree on it, why would someone buy and claim ownership for a few millions of dollars? Well, he may do so for a few reasons. So first, remember that we just said that we all agreed, or it's becoming more and more common to agree that the NFT is the actual ownership. It's just a record that says that this tweet belongs to this guy. And you can claim ownership of anything. You can buy a picture, you can buy uh, an art, you can buy a meme, you can buy a, a, some segment. of. Uh, you can say that uh, the basketball that Michael Jordan has shot in, uh, I don't know, 1987 is owned by you and you will buy it. Okay? You will buy it from him, let's say. Okay? Um, so what does it mean to have an NFT? First, it means that someone else might want to buy it from you for even more money. So this can be something speculative. Another thing is that if it's something common and, and let's say that by owning an NFT, this doesn't mean that you don't want anyone to copy this image. Vice versa. You do want many people to copy this image because the more people that see this uh, tweet, that you bought, the more famous uh, you become, the more acknowledged the crowd is that you are the owner of it. So you do want people to copy it. So it provides you with publicity. You are the owner of the first tweet of Twitter. Now, every time someone will talk about the first tweet of Twitter, they will talk about the NFT and the owner of it. There are a few more side effects. Usually when we want to claim ownership, we either uh, talk to a lawyer or talk to the bank and they all do their cut. They cut the fee and they are a central place and maybe they won't even allow you to be the owner because they would say, no, I don't want to let you be the owner. And now once it's on the blockchain, no one can uh, prevent this. And uh, this is the whole concept of the blockchain. So we are removing the middleman. This is another uh, advantage. We're removing the middleman. Um, and basically, once you have the NFT, 
what you could do is uh, speculate on the NFT. You can buy something and later on uh, sell it. Uh, this is the ownership that we all agree that uh, belongs to you. It is tracked on the blockchain with the private public keys. You can swap NFTs. For example, you can say, tell someone, you give me your NFT, I'll give you this NFT. And everyone sees who's owning who. And another thing is that uh, as of today, because uh, when people have ownership, they do it through the bank or through lawyers. So there is a specific party that holds all this information privately. And what's it, oh, it's on the blockchain, then it's public, which means that any programmer now can make use of it. So imagine you as a programmer could access this uh, blockchain and write applications on top of Uh, who owns which NFTs. So this opens a whole new world of programmers and APIs that can access these NFTs and the uh, ownership and write applications. So uh, don't demise it. This is a very uh, uh, great beginning for a whole new world of programmers writing applications on top of the NFTs. In addition, you can have a fraction of an ownership on something. So let's say I buy one pixel of the Mona Lisa and you buy one pixel of the Mona Lisa. It's possible here because as we said, the ownership is an agreement. An agreement, if we agree that if I write that one pixel of Mona Lisa on the blockchain, it belongs to me, then it belongs to me. And you can uh, now uh, be an owner of some virtual abstract things. You can be an owner of a song. You can be an owner of a, of a, of some kind of meme. that goes on the, over the internet or of a moving gif or of an icon. You can be the owner of an icon and you can monetize it. And this provides a means for a automatic allocation of royalties. As of today, there are always men in the middle. The men in the middle takes the cut. So just like Airbnb removed the men in the middle and Facebook removed the men in the middle and Google Ads removed the men in the middle, then this is removing the men in the middle for the royalties and for creativity. So I think this was a very interesting. This was a brief summary of what is NFT. And we try to focus on the understanding that NFT is ownership and ownership is an invented concept that human beings have invented. And if we all agree now that the ownership is written on the blockchain, then it's written on the blockchain. So this was NFT.